Happy Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Lab podcast. We are some realtors in the Austin area, and we have a special guest today. And uh, today we're talking about, we know a lot of people are, are moving to Austin, but we rarely talk about how many people are leaving Austin. So before we get straight into the topic, let's go around the room and introduce, Mark, introduce ourselves. I go by Ian of Austin everywhere on the internet. Who do we have to my left? Ooh. Hi, I'm Jolene Barr. I'm with CMG Financial. I'm a mortgage lender. Hi, Jolene. Hi. Welcome, Jolene. <laughs> I'm Liberty Walker, Austin realtor extraordinaire. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Liberty. JJ Tolentino, realtor with the Next Level Property Group at Keller Williams Realty. What's up, JJ? And what's there up, everybody else who's watching? Okay. So once again, thank you for uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, we're also on uh, where are we? We're on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple Podcasts, all these other places. So, like I said, people are leaving Austin, even though we only hear about the people that are coming to Austin. And and I wanted to bring Jolene on because she has a unique experience not being a realtor, right? And so I think that'll add to the conversation. We have a, a few topics to touch affordability, weather, familiarity, and things like that. So why don't we get started with one of them? Why don't we talk about home prices? How do you think that affects people? Open well, they've market. definitely been changing over the past few months, haven't they? Yeah. Have you, had, have you had any people that were looking and then decided against it because I, of the home prices? I did. I had a handful of customer clients who were shopping and looking and browsing and they were like we have time we have time and i tried to tell them you know move move quickly because the market is changing and we just can't really foresee what is going to happen in the future so they unfortunately were priced out a few of my clients were mm -hmm. priced out so what does that mean jj jolene what does that priced out mean I mean, it just means that home, home prices are increasing month after month and something that they could, and, and along with rates where, you know, we don't know what rates are going to do in the next couple of months. Um, obviously they're, they're probably going to, you know, tick up a little bit, but um, it's just, it, it really can determine how much someone can afford when rates go up a whole percent. Uh, so it can drive it can drive a lot of buyers to not be able to be qualified anymore, and with home prices increasing, it's it's just it's it's not going to stop. <laughs> At least in Austin. Has that been your experience, JJ? Yeah, I. You know, it wasn't too long ago. A few months ago, I would work with whatever buyer with the pre-qualification letter, and we would fight to get a property and be happy closers at the end of the deal. Yeah. This this past year has been very different. There, there's been a lot of buyers that are taking it easy. They're waiting. I mean, we're, we're all living, you know, we only can spend so much money, right? And with, with the economy and the industry coming in, you, you start to figure out what your place is and everyone's doing their best to adapt. Jolene, I've got a question. Since you see it from a unique perspective as a lender, as a mortgage lender, how many people would you say, let's say for every hundred people you talk to, how many of them are actually able to, I'll say afford, like afford based on their budget, a house in the Austin market? 
you know, a lot of people are well qualified. It, they're well qualified they to buy homes. But do they want what do to? They, do they want to? Some of them don't. I've had a lot of other clients who have said, I'm just going to wait until, you know, there's foreclosures or the bubble, there's a bubble that um, comes along and it's just not a, it's not a good plan, nor do we know if that's really a reality. Um, but a lot of people are well qualified. It's just that sometimes they may not have the cash on hand to cover an appraisal gap. So I think that's more of the issue is we have a lot of cash buyers that are coming in from other states and just being able to outbid them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The competition in the marketplace is definitely a hurdle that buyers have to, you know, and a lot of it's like, you know, you get into the game, you, you're looking for a home, you're doing such hard work to find a home and then you find one to make an offer on and you don't lose that offer. And then the next weekend you lose that offer. And then the and it's like, how long can buyers keep this up? Because it could t take three times longer to get into a home in this market. And so what does that say if your lease is coming up in a month or if school starts back in August and you want to be settled for your kids? So. Yeah. And so I think, uh, Jolene, you had brought up foreclosures. How do you think that's going to affect things? So let me restate it. When, when or if the market, if the market slows down, do you really think there are going to be foreclosures? And if so, what does that mean? And this goes for anybody, really. That's a tough. That's a tough. <laughs> that's a tough question because I don't think that. I don't think we're going to see a stop. We're maybe going to see a little bit of a correction in the market where it'll start to slow down. Mm -hmm. um, maybe maybe rates will go up a little bit. Maybe they'll sustain, but where they're at. Um, but I don't think that it's going to to affect Austin. Um, in our particular market in the areas around us, I don't think that we're, we're, we're probably going to see foreclosures in the future. There might, there might be people who may not be able to find work. And I know there's a lot of people in discussion right now that are, um, talking about how, you know, we're, people don't want to go back to work yeah. because they're, right. they're able to live off of the unemployment. Mm -hmm. right. Some people are even making more money on unemployment, um, rather than, looking for work so 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 jj liberty what do you think is going to happen if they if the word foreclosure starts getting tossed around i mean has it ever been i mean in my experience it just it's more of like a like a a, a little diamond in the rough if there's a foreclosure home i don't think that typically in austin we've had investors that have been prowling around scooping up all of these properties i don't ever yeah. i have never in my experience seen anything sit if it if it was priced well, you know, there's some super overpriced homes are really the or homes that are needing an ex a very extensive amount of renovation are the only homes that I see sticking on the market longer than two or three days. Yeah. JJ, have you experienced a lot of foreclosures or dealt with a lot of that? Not really. The the thing about and this is Austin proper. Right. Yes. If, if you yeah. want to talk about foreclosures, maybe, maybe you could pick something off of like a Taylor or a Colleen, you know, something like that. But the you got to look at the the when I say the health of an economy, like how much money's coming in, you know. And yes. even if something is dirt cheap, 
there's still a market layer of how much are the demand willing to pay for that. So mm -hmm. if a bank is trying to let something off or some forbearance comes up or, you know, some landlord, cause all these are going to happen. Yes. I just think it's, it's, it's not like in a bubble sense and at least not Austin, you know, there's, there's probably other economies yeah. that were probably very built on the restaurant economy, maybe like a tourism spot. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't really studied other economies, but I do know these tech giants are, are, are keeping money flowing in. Well, and you saw that all these places are starting to jump on the bandwagon of increasing the, uh, the employment rate, uh, the, the price, the yes. hourly wage, wage, mm -hmm. gosh, I couldn't find. So here's the thing, you've got Amazon and I think McDonald's and a couple other places that are like, yeah, we're just gonna pay people more. Great, okay, so we know that there's an abundance of jobs. We know people are gonna be making more money. Now, if, 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 you have somebody who's in a home and for some reason they're still having a hard time being able to afford it. We've talked about this. I still think there are far too many investors. We're so investor saturated that all that's going to do is it's they're just going to get scooped up. That's actually what some investors are exactly. waiting for. Anytime, anytime they see what's called a deal, what's considered a deal, they're they're after it. So I don't know I actually have a pre-foreclosure listing and see? we listed and you know they they got like eighty thousand above recent comps, and they're Isn't good. Crazy, and they were so good. There just might be some people out there that might not have access to us, you know, or they might not know their options. So if you know somebody that needs help in that situation, like please reach out because there are so many better options than getting to that point. Mm -hmm. Very very true. If you're if you're having a hard time Thank making you. your payments before the bank takes your house reach out to any of us, seriously, including the lender, <laughs> including Jolene, like Absolutely. any of us. And we yeah, can figure out one. how to say, help save that situation. You might not save the house for yourself, but you might. And if not, you might be able to cash out on it. So don't, don't ruin your credit just because you don't know what to do. This is a swallow your pride moment. We're having to come into Jesus conversation. We can help you out. Uh, Jolene, you see this question that Mark asked? I do not. Oh, I see it. <laughs> uh, with the prediction or unpredictable, unpredictable future of rates and economy, are you seeing an increase on the finance side of people canceling due to uncertainty? I guess when you say canceled, um, Mark, I'm, I'm assuming just making maybe taking a pause in the in the buying process. Um, there are there are a lot of people who are having that you know, taking that step back from, from being able to purchase. I, I had one client, you know, a couple of months ago, she had a very limited budget and pre-qualification of what she could afford and she wanted a condo. Um, and there were some that were in her price range, uh, but it's again, FHA and then, you know, trying to bid against other buyers who were coming with cash. It was, and then as soon as 2021 hit, it was, almost nearly impossible for her to find something within a $275,000 budget. So it's, yes, she, she, for her, she was taking a pause um, just to kind of maybe pay down some debts and see if she can compete later. But uh, it's, there are some people that are kind of taking a step back because I think they're being discouraged um, because of so many investors and um, cash buyers that are coming into this market. 
Yeah. I, and you guys make a really good point. I don't know if you um, saw Austin Business Journal's article, but there, I think uh, Austin was named number one for foreign real estate investors. Mm -hmm. Say that again for foreign investors? Mm -hmm. Yes, we're the number one market for foreign investors right now. There it is. So. All right, so let, let's jump to the next topic. How do we feel about, okay, have you heard of anybody saying they're leaving because Austin doesn't feel like it used to or isn't what it used to be? I, I, I saw that big old smile anyone, on your face, Liberty. Well, I haven't heard of any, I've heard people say that and it is true, Austin does look different. It looks different than when it did. Um, you know, my mom, she's infamous for being saying, you know, I lived here in 1972. You know, and she'll tell us. And but I'm like, yes, it does. But that's exciting for a lot of people. And that's why people are moving here. But hey, if you live here and you and they are building a, you know, a three story apartment complex across from your residential home in South Austin and you're sick of it and you know that you can't go to HEB without standing in line or you can't find a parking space and you're just you're overcrowded then you know what, sell your home or save it as an investment property, relocate to maybe Cedar Park, maybe Liberty Hill somewhere, or hey, go to Waco. Hey, we're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about where to go later. We'll give away our secrets. Yeah, we'll find you a place. Yeah. What, do you, what about you, JJ? Have you heard anybody say that? Any clients? The older ones. <laughs> you know the like those those sellers yeah there's just it's it's getting too busy it reminds me of uh in a respectful way like up remember the dude that's getting like urbanized out in mm. that movie yeah yep you know they talk about yeah. the noise and it's just too much congestion and you know i think they feel like the neighborhoods are getting louder but you I know. mean, driving, driving all the toll roads now and everything, like it's it's scary yeah. out there, you know? If you do not set your GPS to avoid tolls, you will end up on a toll road, right? Like I, I don't want, I try not That's to true. pay tolls. Uh, There's a reason so to leave Austin right there, all those nasty tolls. I mean, I won't even tell you what my toll bill is. I'm on, it's That's not so fun. That's funny. So uh, Jolene, how have property taxes affected people's response when you talk to them about what they're going to be paying in their mortgage oh man that can make or break a deal too um yeah just because you know when you when you pre-approve somebody and we're we're just putting in a general kind of tax tax rate and in their file if we if they end up purchasing something that's you know, maybe even just a little bit out of their budget or it's a new new build and new construction you have to count you have to count for those uh taxes that are going to increase um, the, the following year, because um, they may be able to afford a certain payment now, but if they're not properly collected, especially with you know property taxes and values going up and increasing, yeah, in fact, their payment can shoot up a couple hundred dollars, and you know they may not be able to afford that payment next year. So it's it's interesting. Um, it's just interesting to see what what's happening. Um, also. If anyone hasn't protested their taxes yet, that's also a reminder. I think the due date is next Monday. That's a good point. So protesting, and I just, I wanna, this is for everybody, obviously. You have the right in Texas to protest your property taxes every year. Not everybody knows that. 
you should have a homestead exemption on your home once you buy the home. However, how do you think, and this, again, this goes out to everybody. How do you think that's going to work out this year when the property values are raise, rising so much? I think people might have a little bit hard of a time protesting this year. Yeah. Yeah. How about Still you, Jamie? Always try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, as realtors, we got like the debt, the MLS data, right? So yeah. it's not uncommon for like a friend, a family member, a client to say, Hey, they're trying to increase values by like 20, 30, 40%. Not trying to, to, to fight it. And I'm like, well, it sounds about right. But you know, if and you don't have a homestead uh, exemption on your home, so like if you if it's an investment property or a second mortgage or whatever, or you just didn't know to do that, you have no cap. So if the appraised value of all the homes around you go up uh, 30%, you're hit with that tax bill. Yeah. Property tax bill. And I don't think people get that. And that's what happened in the uh, 80s and early 90s when people started getting priced out of their homes. That's what started this whole trend. Yeah. By the way, our we did a podcast on appraising your property or uh, protesting the property taxes. So check oh, that true. out. And it's, it's good info. Good point. Good point. How about this? One word, weather. Have you had anybody leave because of the weather? I have definitely had people say they can't take the heat. They can't yeah. take that Texas heat. I mean, it is hot and it's getting hotter. That's interesting. I've uh, I've had people move here because they want more, like they want warm weather. So I think they the think they want warm weather. Well, and then they get here and then they experience the Texas sun. It's, it's not would, like the sun everywhere else in the United States. They would <laughs> come during South by in yeah. March where it yeah. is gorgeous 70s yeah. just like you're just prancing around in this angelic town and then they're like we're gonna move here this is great i'm like you guys <laughs> come visit mid-august come visit in september i mean it's still hot outside i have i do have i do have some clients that come here and say oh my god it's so humid and i thought that's not right it, it depends on what you're comparing to. You compare it to Florida, you compare it to Houston, it is not humid. But I've, I've had people leave because it's too hot. Like they came here, they lived here for a year or two years, and they're like, you know what, I, I can't do it. I mean, and it I may would, have been another reason, but. I would describe it as apocalyptic. I mean, there was a time when I was out there on my moped, zipping around on my Vespa, and my helmet would reach like a good 115 degrees. Yep. Like yep. my brain was cooked. So you know? for any motorcycle riders or anybody who has a panel roof on their car, those are two other things, right? So I'd sit on my motorcycle, the engine, you know, that gets to 200 something degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're not moving because traffic, what do you think happens to the rest of your body? You just breathe in, in the bottom. It is yeah. like sweltering heat. So, so here are my tips. Yes. Always bring a water bottle with you Love and it. always bring a second pair of clothes because if you're sweaty and you're going to an appointment, <laughs> you're going to need it. I'm going to add to that. Yeah. I wear mesh clothing almost everywhere now. I don't care. I don't care who I'm meeting, what I'm doing. I just came from a pretty severe business, severe, pretty big business uh -oh. meeting. And I was like, eh, I don't care because and I do care, but I also want everyone to be comfortable. You know, I want to be myself, but this stuff saves your life. If you could do light colors, that's even better. But I, I make a mess of things all the time. So here's a good question right here from Nelly. 
JJ, where are people moving to when they're leaving Austin proper? That's what I was thinking. If if we're talking about it's what's definitely happening is people. I mean, the demands here, right? So people mm -hmm. are more like wanting to live in Austin proper, but mm -hmm. they can't. So it just kind of dissipates out. Like all those first time home buyers that were like, I'm going to live on sixth street for 300,000 on a new condo. They're like, you know, in Buda enjoying <laughs> the suburbs, which is fine. And that's how it's going down. It's all good. Yeah. And uh, I, I think for the most part, that's what's generally happening. Yeah. Um, I know some people may visit Austin and they think it's different, but I, I think they're going just, you know, your Georgetowns and Budas. And I tell people to check out Colleen, you know, Colleen. I, I just like, if, like, if you know, <laughs> if, if you live, you're working in tech and Dell and Apple, you know, uh, your savings rate could go pretty high if you go to a more affordable town and you're still close by. And, you know, in Houston, like a Katie Houston is kind of the same thing. I think Austin and like a Belton might be that one day. Am I tripping? What do y'all think? I think that's true. Oh, I, sure. I think we're going to see the gap close um, first. I think we'll see like New Braunfels and, and Waco and those areas kind of start to gr massively grow um, mm -hmm. within the next five years. I yeah. definitely see that coming. I put uh, I put a new build under contract in New Braunfels because my uh, my investor client in this situation priced out of Round Rock, Cedar Park, Leander. You you just couldn't compete at that price point. I think our price point was sub three hundred thousand for a three bedroom, two bath. And if he had seen videos from like a year ago or two years ago, then that makes sense. But now finding that is a fight. It's a fight. For everybody who's watching this, finding a, pro a, a property, a single family residential property that's within 20 minutes to 30 minutes of Austin proper, mm -hmm. you are going to pull off, put on your gloves and get ready to fight somebody for that property if it exists, because it's probably going to close for 325 minimum yeah, that'd be or great. better. And that's, I'm talking like you could go and kick it over with your foot. We've talked yeah. about that before. Yeah. I mean, there are still some good opportunities out there, though. So don't get too discouraged. Well, so I had a, I have a client. She reached out to me yesterday, and she goes, uh, I, "I have my budget's two fifty, but I don't mind if it's a condo." And I was like, "Okay, I can work with that." Yes, condos. One bed, one bath. It's just her and her son, or sorry, two bed, one bath, and it's just her and her. I said, "I could, I, I might be able to make that work." Even close to, you know, close to the city or a little further out, that's fine. And sometimes condos have more square footage than my single family home. Well, they could have square footage. They could also, it depends on what your long-term strategy is. If you're talking about, you know, renting it out later, that has some some benefit too. So I see some opportunity there. Uh, New Braunfels, we've talked about that. I was I drove to San Marcos yesterday and I'm sorry, San Antonio yesterday, the whole way. There's just construction going all over the place. Same if you go north to Gerald. Same if you go toward Liberty Hill. Same if you go toward Houston. It's just, it's incredible. So what would you say is like the hottest outskirts of Austin? Would you I would okay? Say, I think Leander. I think Liberty Hill. It, I, I think Leander's well well established already. <laughs> yeah, I love that we all gave different answers. JJ, what would you say? 
Well, I just feel like it's so hot. Like, I still think Leander and Liberty Hill are still kind of hot. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Can, can someone confirm this? Are they building a domain-like shopping center in Leander? I mean, Three. domain-like could Three be any that. commercial space with, like, a residential, you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's too open-ended. I think... Uh, I think the future is is a little bit more experiential in commercial spaces. Uh, commercial, like retail is going to die to a certain extent, but the retail that's going to survive, I think is going to be a little bit different because you have your Amazons and these, you know, businesses like that out there. Um, mm -hmm. I was at a closing recently and the closer was like, they're probably going to turn into residential spaces like the Arboretum. And I was like, will it? Yeah, it's possible. Right? Well, things, everything's changed since the pandemic. We can say that word. We can't say the other word. But since the pandemic, uh, things have just shifted a little bit in the way investments have been happening, the way some of these um, establishments have been changing. Uh, Warp Data says, Friends just closed in two adjacent 10-plus acres uh, gated south of Colleen. I mean, See, that, that sounds cooler than, you know, $800,000 home in Liberty Hill that's maybe on an acre. Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, like I don't know. Island. That sounds pretty good to me, JJ. I'll take an acre in Liberty Hill for eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Yildiz. She's talking about, uh, so I believe she's building, it's not Treviso. It might be in Lakeway, Lakeway or Treviso, but uh, new house is almost ready to move in in oh, July. Okay. Think about Think about how much work it took or how lucky she was to be able to get that, right? If yeah. it's done in July, that means she was fighting in January or in November with everybody else. So go from renter to first time homeowner status. I'm going to say congratulations, just like Mark did. He says congratulations. Wow. That's incredible. And I don't think you'll have any regrets. Um, I'm going to come back to this question from Anna. She says super random. And the reason why we're reading this out is because we have a, uh, you know, it's sometimes people are just listening and not able to watch. But the weather made me think of it. How's the mosquito situation up there? We're moving up over summer from Corpus, and we want to get away from those pesky bugs. Anybody? It's going to be better than Corpus. It will. The bugs will be better. It'll be different. There's still mosquitoes. Okay. No. Look. JJ's shaking his head over there. No. <laughs> you know, some people are like more prone to get bit by mosquitoes, and that's yeah. me, right? Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. know. They, they still find me. There could be less, but they definitely still find me. Oh, Crystal Falls. I love that. I love that area. I was actually just talking about that area on my last uh, stream. That's and I also think of when, when we talk about oh, where like, people moving to, it's also like, what's the affordability like? Like, yep. you know, 500 over here in Leander. Yeah. If you, if, if that's, if you could do 500, but what if you start getting to the fours and threes? Like what's up with that? Yeah. Oh, I, I want to go back to this mosquito thing. Jolene, you don't agree? You, you think mosquitoes are going to be a problem when she comes from Corpus? Uh, I honestly, I don't have any experience in Corpus. I haven't visited. Here's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> here's what I'm going to tell you. If you are near, if you are near a lot of trees and water, water, yes. the water will not mm -hmm. change. However, if you're near either downtown or along I-35 or have a high elevation in some places, you'll avoid mosquitoes because of the bats. That's a big deal. We have a lot of bats downtown and they come out and they eat all the mosquitoes. That's what they do. And 
or maybe I just don't get bit, but I, I swear I do not have that same issue. But again, I mean, you know, if there's, there's clusters, if you're running or if you're riding a bike and everything, but um, if it's not humid, if you're not right in the water, if you're not out camping, if you're just in the city, in Round Rock, in uh, downtown and along that path, there's so many bats. I feel like there are much less mosquitoes. I'm from Chicago and it was terrible up there and here. And I know Corpus is pretty darn bad. Every day, it's all still water. But here, uh, I haven't had that that situation. Let's see. Joy hey, says she agrees with Liberty. They're still here, bad. but not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know about Corpus. This the, is funny. Corpus is if bad. If you're on the ocean, that's on the bay side of Corpus. Yeah. No. Yeah, Bayside, where the water's still. That's what I mean. If it's still water versus ocean, you know, uh, flowing water. Uh, so Mark says, what about snake scorpions lawyers on the fest that are making people move from Austin to other states? You know, I, I live in like a suburb area, but I still check my boots every time I put them on because you never true. know. There might be some scorpion neighborhoods. Yeah. I had, okay, this is about to get gross. I had a client, she goes, I'm thinking, I, I want to buy in Austin, but after I saw the roaches, I said, I might change my mind. I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen them. I didn't know it was a thing. First off, we call them water bugs here, y'all. They're oh, different. those like June bugs. They're and the size of mice. They're flying mice that look like roaches. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see too much of that. I think but if anything... Take precautions. In check your boots. boots. Yes, yeah. check yeah. your boots or your purses, ladies. If you because, set your purses on the ground, or men, you know, love, whoever sets purses on the ground. Scorpions love a cool, dry place, and so I if, in houses, yeah. if your shoes are on the ground, they'll go in there. I've also found one in my bathtub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I they'll come. A they'll come scorpion, water bugs, right? They'll come through pipes and stuff in the in the bathrooms. Fifty yeah. plus mosquitoes around me as I get yeah. in my car. Yeah, it's not that uh, bad. No right thanks, here. Corpus. No thanks. It's not fun even when we yeah, can't no go thanks. outside. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Yuldine. Oh wow. Say hi. We got a super sticker. Educators oh. and the sport. Thank you so much. Thanks, we appreciate you. And since you get your house, we'll come to your housewarming party. All you got to do is drop a note. Let us know. Don't make it public, though. <laughs> don't, don't public. And I'm not kidding, by the way. That, that'd be fun. Uh, we'll all bring you some coffee. It'd be great. Do you like coffee? I don't know if you like coffee. If you like coffee. Sawyer product's good for keeping mosquitoes at bay, not an ad. It's okay if it is an ad, if it works. That's all that matters. People that come here don't want to have to deal with that, especially people from, from Corpus. There are some companies that you can call that are eco-friendly. You just have to make sure that they're not going to also kill the frogs and the good bugs because we do want to keep some of those around. But yeah, mosquitoes are treacherous. Poison ivy, don't get me yes. started. Um, yes. Green belt, it's, it's just, you know, you're having fun one moment and then a day later, it's just it's not pretty. Let's just put it that I way. You guys, I showed you the picture when I almost stepped on a rattlesnake, right? Like I, yeah. we were just hiking and sure enough, I almost stepped on his little toe, you know, the rattle, uh, didn't happen fortunately, but that was scary. That, that has been the scariest moment. Second scariest moment since I've been here. Uh, I want to pull up this question because it was asked a while ago. I think it's to Jolene and what I'm going to say, Suitha, uh, speaking of foreign investors, can you talk about foreign investors and, um, how it affects the, the buyers if they're buying, 
So foreign investors, if they're buying a property from a foreign seller. So I would say, Suitha, please reach out to Jolene. And Jolene, you can uh, type in the comments what your contact info or however you'd like her to reach out to you. Absolutely. So that you can talk to her about that. But that is a really important point. Uh, we do have a lot of foreign investors and um, first-time buyers that are relocating. Eh, more investors, more investors. Check this out. Who's reading this? JJ? I had no idea. This is Anna too. I had no idea the roaches could fly until I moved to Texas. Almost had a heart attack. Everything's bigger in Texas. If you get a roach in your hair, you will want to leave. That's uh, that's the answer. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to fly out of here to a showing, you guys. Okay. See you, see you Liberty. Thanks for, thanks for. Bye, Liberty. Bye, guys. See ya. All right. So um, do you want to finish up a few more things, a few more topics, or how are we doing? How are we doing on time? You okay? Just a couple yeah, more? Okay. All right. A couple more. So I got, uh, I got one thing to say, but I, I got to leave soon myself. The, the one thing that I have really thought about, like I would move because of this. I did say to my wife, getting back to the economics of things, I was mm. like, I am not getting pushed out of this city. Like, you know, I, I am a business person. I'll look at this as a challenge. Like I'm not getting pushed. She's like, you're already here in East Pflugerville. What are you talking about? <laughs> you were already pushed out. And I was like, not pushed out <laughs> any more further is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, I would say it's the allergens that really Ooh, get me. We haven't talked about that yet. Yes. That gets me bad. Yes. So um, oh, what yeah. are some of the allergens? Anybody? Jolene, what have you, what have you heard for allergens? Um, we usually get a lot of mold, like high, high um, numbers of mold, uh, the mold count in the air and cedar and cedar, cedar fever. Yep. I don't cedar know if I've ever. Mold? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I don't think people think about this. So I'm allergic to cats and dogs and rabbits. And uh, there are all three of those all over the place. Every other house I go into. Dude. So, you know, I try not to whine about it. I try not to say anything town. about it. I take my Zyrtec or spray up my nose or whatever. But man, because it's such a, a pet friendly city. And I'm Super glad pet it's friendly. a pet friendly city. Uh, but yeah, it can it can really get to you. So keep that in mind if you're going getting ready to go to a a housewarming party in uh, Crystal Falls in Grand Mesa, <laughs> right? Uh, keep that in mind. So another one, let's, oh, 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 we got a super sticker from super Mark. Sticker. Mark, we appreciate it. Nice. Um, there was, Thanks, let's Mark. talk about, what appreciate was that, you, Sorry, I missed it. Um, so one more discussion topic, uh, jobs. So you have a lot of people that come here for jobs but I don't think we talk a lot about people that are leaving here for jobs, right? So some of the places that are similar to Austin, what would you say, JJ? If you, if somebody was to say, I'm thinking of Austin, but where else could I go? What would come to mind? It, it depends. I think with the jobs, I'm, I'm still astonished by how powerful tech is. It, it, to me, it's still kind of a new, a new thing. Uh, I'm not sure what the other industry would be, actually. Well, even like, like let's stay with that industry. I've heard mm -hmm. North Carolina, which I've been. I've got a client transitioning there now. I've heard uh, Tennessee. I've heard about people going to Denver. And in some ways, Denver, it's, yeah, it's Colorado, really, like economical. Any place you go to might be easier for uh, standard of living or 
you know, locality into central of the city, um, less buyers to, to fight with. Uh, so with that said, I've heard people talking about Denver too as a space. So I, I'm actually from the Silicon Valley. So I'm from, there you go. I'm from the, you know, the home of the are. tech industry. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, you know, obviously I still have a lot of family and friends that are, are from the area. And most of the places that I've heard, definitely, obviously Austin is one of the number one places that people are moving. Mm -hmm. um, I've also heard a lot of people moving to Arizona. Uh, Arizona, Joy, yes. Um, Arizona is another hot state where a lot of West Coast or at least tech industries I hear are moving um, or buyers are moving to. And I remember seeing an article probably like a couple of months ago uh, that Boston was a big city that people were moving to. Boston? So, Boston. So my, uh, my wife just got a, a remote job in Boston. I was like, how did that happen? Huh. We're, we're not leaving. We're not going nowhere. It's not happening. I love it here. Florida. Uh, that's a new one, Joy. I haven't, I haven't had anybody say I'm leaving Austin to go to Florida unless it was family. Not for jobs. I haven't personally. And I, you know, I, I do okay. So uh, I, th I think that's interesting. I've had people come from Florida to move here. That's interesting. I hear Florida a handful of times, several towns in Florida and cities due to affordability, like a, a Fort Lauderdale. I'll or, give you affordability or I'll give yeah. you yeah. like weather or grandkids yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Fishing. Value if you want to go fishing, you're mm -hmm. moving somewhere. Cause this, I mean, I'm not saying you can't fish here, but you're going to be in New Braunfels or green or, you know, along the coast in Corpus or something. It's just different. So Check this out. Mark says, how many people are telling you they're leaving because of local politics? I'm going to let you you two answer before I answer that. I hear it because I think it's, it's I don't want to say fun, but it's like one of those sensationalized topics. Uh -huh. So I hear it, but I'm just like, are you really going to go somewhere? So I, I don't know. I, I always feel like when you vote, you vote on yourself and that's always the best you know way to go. What are you thinking, Jolene? I hear it, though. Yeah, I, I hear it. Um, I just don't, I don't have a lot of people. I hear it from other people. I don't really have a lot of buyers who are saying that or a lot of clients that are leaving because of that. Um, mm. It's mostly because of jobs. I think that if people are moving, they're either motivated sellers or um, affordability and jobs. Yeah, it, it might be multifaceted, like, 10% might be because of red, blue, whatever is going on. And then the other 80, 90% is like, it's, it's really the job. Like I'm here, you know, or, I, or whatever. I swear by this. Every time I meet someone new, I say, why are you, why did you want to move here? Is it for love or for money? Because if it's love, it can encap encap encapsulate family. It can encapsulate friendship. It can encapsulate relationships or it's money like jobs or opportunity. That's how I look at it. Everything falls into those two categories in my mind. I haven't been proven wrong yet. So feel free to prove me no, wrong. I think uh, you can slice, slice it down like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to answer the question, Mark, uh, I have not had anyone move. I've had people move away from Austin proper into some of the more rural areas because of politics, but I've never heard someone say I'm leaving Austin like the area and going to X 
And I think the reason why is because where else would you go in the United States? You have a lot of people that come here from, let's say, California. I'm just using that or New York as an example. It's legit. It's legit, right? They're coming here because of politics. I hear that a lot. I, I hear that, yeah. Thing. But yeah. how many leave? And if you were going to leave, where are you going to go? I've never heard it. I've never heard other than somewhere else near Austin. Yeah, they go a little further out. Just Maybe East Texas. Texas. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so I think she's uh, Joy's talking back about um, Arizona or Florida that it's warm and remained relatively open. I'm assuming that's what that is. Okay, so uh, you know what? We've gone over a little bit of time, and I want to thank everybody for watching our stream. Jolene, what are your parting words? People are leaving Austin, Texas. Parting words, literally or figuratively. Leaving, leaving Austin, Texas. Well, uh, good luck to everyone that is leaving, <laughs> leaving the city. Um, uh, that's really. I mean, I think it's a shame that people have to move out of the out of the city. If, if that if that's your choice, if it's for job or better or job or better opportunity, then you know I, I wish everyone the best. I think it's it's all up to what makes you happy at the end of the day. I love that. What makes you happy at the end of the day, JJ? Parting words. Yeah, I, I do feel like a lot of the forces we we're talking about were very like economical, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, and it's. It's just different because I used to work with so many people like moving here and just like getting that Austin property. And now it's like, I don't know, go check out Buda, go a little further out. Let's figure something out. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, again, I wish everybody luck. I, it, it sounds like Austin's too cool to really talk too much mess about. I, I don't know. I could be biased, <laughs> but uh, um, I do, I do hope for everyone's happiness. And if you need any help, if you do want to stay here or if you are listing or, having to figure stuff out, call us because we're still here for you, whichever way. Thanks, JJ. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to pivot a little bit. I'm going to say, I like what you said earlier, JJ. I like the whole notion of not being pushed out, right? I feel like if you are considering leaving, really dig deep in into your soul, into yourself and say, will that make me happy? Where else can I be where I'll be happy? Now, mm -hmm. I understand affordability, all that sort of thing. But if there is yeah. a way that you can make it work where you stay, because this is your home, um, I think that's powerful. Very I think it's I think it's powerful yeah. to do what you can to try. Whether it's maybe you have to get a roommate, you know, something. Yep. Maybe there's something yep. else that has to shift right. in your life. But uh, if this is your home, you know, this this is Texas. Work for your home. You know, it's uh, it's going to keep appreciating and value the things that you know and love brought you here. See if you can maintain that here. So. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Have yourselves a wonderful rest of your Friday, and we'll see you again on the Real Estate Lab next week, 2.30. Mm -hmm.